the particle sons. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone in the world because neither one of us don't have any law degrees. I am marvelous, and I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the particle sons. Let's start the damn show. Welcome back, man. How you feel? You know, I'm feeling good, man. It's been a crazy uh, last few days and a busy uh, Halloween. Halloween uh, rush, yeah. How, how was your How was your Halloween weekend? Halloween is amazing, man. I love it, man. It's my second birthday. Yeah, and I, I, I know. It. I know you like to get in your Halloween bag. I, I put. Yeah, I always do it. I put on. I try to put on my best front for Halloween. You know, I got the whole fam and stuff into the evolve into the nonsense and stuff as well. And yeah, that's it. I mean, not everybody's for it, whatever, but I love it. Yeah. How's yours? My Halloween was good, man. I mean, I didn't really uh, do that much. You know, the kids are grown, so they do their own thing. And yeah, I just, just kept back, watched the specials and stuff like that. And you know what I mean? It was on IG, taking in all the costumes and. There's a lot of interesting stuff out there, man. These these, these Creativity people are really is a hell of a thing, real man. creative, man. There was there's one one costume that really blew me away was this uh this little girl. Mm-hmm. She was probably maybe about maybe five or six. Yeah. But um, she had like this little white dress on, right. and her hands was holding a a platter, a silver platter. Yeah. But in the silver platter was her head. Don't ask me how she pulled it off. But it just looked like this girl walking around with her head on a silver platter. platter. I was like, yo, that's that's tight. That's tight. So, yeah, there's a lot of... They they put in work, man. I seen some some chick... Because, you know, the Venom movie dropped. Right. And I seen the chick and stuff, whatever. Her whole, like, face itself was like Venom with the tongue work and stuff. Like, we're talking about, like, mouth... And chin was painted like Venom's wide open mouth, but like the teeth and the tongue. Oh, so like they, she went in. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. went in and stuff, and I was like, "Damn, like that takes time and talent, man." Mm. I ain't mad at that. I like the, I like the whole. Uh, maybe I don't need a costume. Maybe I can get away with body paint approach. Those are fun. Those yeah, are I, fun. I, I like when when yeah, women. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah. I see doing the whole body painting years ago. Yeah, years ago, went to a Halloween party. Three checks. Um, I think they only were in jeans. They were in jeans, and I think they had like little nipple pasties. Right. And they were parts of a brick wall. So all three of them standing close with like breasts and everything pressed up close, like graffiti on a brick wall. Yeah. Salute to the airbrush painter <laughs> that night. He yeah, made yeah. everybody happy that night. Did a, good a lot job. of girlfriends was angry that night. A lot of gay dudes probably didn't pay them attention that night, but the other people and stuff that was there enjoyed they, they, the fuck they, out of their costume. They enjoyed costume. what they were they what they were witnessing. Yeah, yeah. yeah work of art. It's a work I of can art. See, I can know? see that, man. I can see that, man. Poetry and motion. You know, I always think, I always think it's the uh, it's the girl who was dressed up as the little princess. Yeah. That. Grows up and becomes a sexy princess. Why not? You know what I mean. She kept the same energy. Yeah, right? yeah. She's like she kept the same energy. She nothing changed about the you know nothing, the only thing that didn't change was the wand. You know what I mean? She Ooh. she she she, just, she she grew into the part. She grew into it. Whatever. She grew into it. Whatever. Yeah, because you know, if like way back when her parents gave her like a little green outfit and a little did up the hair with the wings on her back, she was Tinkerbell then. 
now she older and stuff, whatever. Titties came in, booty came in and stuff, whatever. And she's just doing her little Tinkerbell ones and twos everywhere. Now I am not mad at that. Now she's tinky. That's before and after. Now she's tinky. Tinky is kinky. She tinky. Tinky is kinky. Well, there you go. I mean, hey, long as the costume and stuff, whatever, like, it's kosher, it goes across the board and doesn't offend the mo- the masses and the most. Like, I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with the blackface situations, whatever, right? Man, it's it's funny because in 2018, mm-hmm. we're still getting people who trying to pull off the black face costumes, and it's like you gotta know by now that's a, like that's like a no no. That's <laughs> epic ass no no. I don't I I don't understand, man. Like like I mean, like where they getting that? Megan Kelly, she didn't. See what the issue is pertaining to like Halloween. Uh, Megan Kelly. I mean, to the masses, they had to give her a backlash and an outcry on social media and everything stuff with her until even NBC and stuff said no go to her and they canceled her show. But I mean, why does it take that much to for you to understand? Like that's a no no. But I mean. does she really understand it's no no? I mean, there's this. I mean, the blackface is is an an Americana thing, and mm-hmm. it's coming up in a culture where we have a certain population of of America, okay, who just deemed to be better than. Anybody else and have that narcissistic view about themselves where they feel they can say anything, do anything, be anything, regardless about how anybody America will land the freedom feels or reacts to it. You understand? So so I put Megan Kelly in that boat. Along with her friends, because she probably, you know, she probably got privileged friends. It's a privileged few, and we look at it as, yo, it's it's, it's straight up racist. They look at it as, oh, it's just it's just fun and games. Mm-hmm. Why are you so upset? We're just, you know, what I mean, it's it's we're not being serious. You understand? But it's something they never take serious. It's always something that. That it's 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 we it's always something that oh we're making some sort of big deal about and this is how they this this is how they perceive it right so but nine times out of ten if you get dressed and put on whatever costume and you might and you think you might offend somebody you probably are gonna offend somebody so maybe something in the back of your mind should tell you this is a no go it should tell you it's a no go but okay. For the for the I think it it was a lady, I I I think this was two days ago. Okay. She went to her Halloween party. Oh, it was a sorry. It was a a a lady working at U a UPS in the states. Okay. She went to the the she went to work in blackface caricature. With the white gloves, the lips, and the whole shebang. Now they they sent her home. That I heard the UPS company. I heard they sent her home, but this is not not before 
photos was taken and it was it was it was put out there. So Yikes. they ended up they ended up firing her right, right over over yeah because the photos are being taken. So, yeah, you know I mean because here you are and you're in a, a workplace situation where you have you know multiple ethnicities, multiple religions. So you got to be sensitive. What's your five hundred company, man? And then, we, and then we say that you gotta be sensitive, right? Right. But then let's think about it, right? If you're in Hicksville, USA, okay, working at UPS in Hicksville, USA, right? Yeah. Where there is not one black or Mexican employee. Do you still feel like you're obligated or you have to play by the rules? Because you're amongst your your own, so you maybe you kind of feel safe in your bigotry? Because this is what happens. This mm-hmm. was this was happening right probably, now probably. In, in white likely, America with, yeah. with the Donald Trump effect. People feel happy in their bigotry. Yeah, they're getting brave. Right? So here it is, a situation where she might have felt like, yo, I'm going to the UPS and I'm going to do this blackface thing because there ain't no black people there to complain about it. Right. But what she didn't know is that there's going to be some self-righteous person there who is offended and going to spill the beans on you. Or maybe they ain't even... Maybe they're not even self-righteous. Maybe they just hate your ass and realize... Fact. This is a good way... To end your bitch ass. Yeah, to end your bitch ass. You understand? So either way, you you screwed up. Mm-hmm. You screwed up. You understand? Valid, so I'm thinking there's that... You have that type of attitude because you feel, again, that narcissistic view that you, you, you've you got this right. You can do this. So you show up to work in your blackface. You understand? Cause you think it's funny, you you know what I mean. You think it's funny. You're, why they don't understand why we're so offended? Because to them, it's funny. Even on the spirit of Halloween, I think I feel like no one should go transcend and go past the thing. Like if you're gonna be that character, like Julianne Hoff, right? A few years ago, Julianne Hoff, she was crazy eyes from Orange Is the New Black. Photos out there. She did the hair darker, like same hairdo, like try to do her best portrayal of the crazy eye character. Okay, yeah, right. She got mad flack for it. I'm not a fan of that, whatever. But she went in. I give her points for the creativity that she went in and stuff as much as she could. Right. With the whole shebang and stuff, whatever. But my thing and stuff is that you don't have to darken. Your skin or with the makeup and all that type of stuff for her to go like that. How do you feel about that? Here, I mean, here's my take on on that situation. If, for instance, oh, okay, here's here's a good example, right? All right, I'm listening. All the years. One of the what one of the characters that we we normally see at Halloween time. Is Dracula. Fact. Right? Fact. Okay. Cheap ass costume cape and just button Cheap up. ass costume cape button up. Yeah, Yo, you can just use your grandfather's suit if he got one and just, you know what I mean? To find a, find a, like a black bed sheet and throw it on your neck. But anyway, mm. easy thing to do. You get the fake vampire teeth. Ta-da. Yeah. But even then, back then when I was growing up and doing, you know what I mean, the, the whole Halloween bit, 
to really get in character, you put white makeup on. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, To really get into that, really run, get into that away, vampire character, you put your white makeup on. Whether you were white, black, Chinese, you had that white. You know what I mean? To make you look like Dracula. To help signify that you're dead. To help signify that, yeah. You're you're a part of the Walking Dead. Part of the Walking Dead. Okay. Right? You, you, and we everybody knows that Dracula is pale. You know what I mean? So to, to emphasize that paleness, you put that makeup on to emphasize that paleness. That's you getting into character. Right. Right? Okay. So now let's let's say Becky with the straight hair wants to be Beyonce. You know what I mean? This is her this is her her inside joke. She wants to be Beyonce for Halloween, right? Okay. She wants to be uh the what 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 was her character in um the, the Austin Powers movie? Uh Foxy Cleopatra. She wants to be Foxy Cleopatra. She so she goes out, she gets the the fro the, 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 fro, the golden bodysuit and stuff like that. The eyelashes. And to top it off, mm-hmm. She to get herself some some foundation color that looked like Beyonce. Now she gets her stuff all done up, and we looking at her, and she looks like Beyonce. To the point we're like, hey girl, you killing you killing that you Beyonce. Foxy Cleopatra, cause you you know when you see it. Yeah, you know when you see it, right? Okay. Okay. So now, <clears throat> she 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 got to a part. She she did all of that. She did all of that. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad if she made herself a little bit darker to fit the role that she's trying to portray. She's getting into character. I see where you're coming from because you brought the Dracula thing and stuff, whatever, to it. I see that aspect and stuff, whatever. But to the masses, they won't find it like that because remember, if you're Joe Schmo. Seeing Plain Jane on the strip doing that, whatever. You don't know her bio. She don't know you, but you see that, whatever. Yes, it is Halloween and stuff for her, but you're looking like, the fuck are you trying to do over there? And then she's like, then she, if she cares to talk to you because you're a stranger to her, she's like, it's Halloween. I just dressed up. Yeah. That might come off to the wrong person in the wrong way because she's probably explained 50 feet back who she was to another group of people and now she running to you and has to explain again and stuff, whatever. That energy and stuff for might be shifted. Right, right. She might come off with a different kind of tone. You might take it as a racial, racial kind of thing. I don't know. You seem like you kosher with it. I might take it the wrong way because I don't know who she is. But what if she's just a really big fan Dedicated of Beyonce. Beyonce? Yo, she could be Beehive number 18,043. That's kosher. But she could have did all of that without darkening up the skin. But I'm saying, she getting into character, though. <laughs> and she getting into character, though. And the characterization calls for darkening of the skin. And she darkens her skin. Hey, I don't really see, I don't really have a problem with that. I mean, if she's doing it out of respect and it comes off respectful, mm. then... We can chalk it up as a successful costume, right? Because because she's she's achieved what she set out to achieve. Blackface 
you know blackface. Because yeah, you, you, you know, know when you somebody's know doing blackface for the fact of doing blackface, it's a, it's a racial thing. But I don't think they're doing it like that, though. I think they're just darkening up the skin color and stuff. Like the college kids. The college kids and their little frat parties and their theme parties and stuff, whatever. You can Google tons of photos with them having like a... A black knight, and they're throwing on the gold grills. Yeah, the big chains, the hat to the back, and the baggy clothes and stuff for that. And they're not doing minstrel sambo type look. They're doing the darker tone makeup and stuff from like the Mac kits, and just running with it. Yeah, but okay. But to have, okay, but this is what I'm saying. There's a difference between somebody. Paying up themselves to be Beyonce right. on Halloween. Right, because she's a dedicated fan. Because she's a dedicated fan. Right. Right? Compared to some asshole Compared kids. to a frat party mm-hmm. that's putting on a, a theme. Because the theme itself is racist. Oh, valid. Absolutely. Yeah, the theme itself is... Is racist, yeah. so you can you can see that blatantly, regardless if they're putting on blackface or not. Right. Whatever they're gonna do is gonna have a racial overtone to it, just from the fact that they're having a quote unquote black night. Right. right. So you so you know what I mean so you already know that it's going down a racial road that it shouldn't go down. It shouldn't be going down. Whereas the girl dressing up as Beyonce, you can just chalk it up as her being a fan. You know what I mean. You might, you might take in her, it might, it might take in her back if you approach her and say, nah, you can't do that, this is blackface. She might get, she might get hurt because she might have not even thought of, might have not even looked at it like that. Man, you got to look at these things from angles, you man. You do, you so, do got to look so, at these things So, but that's what I'm saying, like, there's anti-Semitic laws and stuff in place. You're not about to just rock a damn hit Nazi costume and stuff, whatever, and say, oh, you're part of the Third Reich. For Halloween, uh, you gonna get your ass beat or locked the fuck up? <laughs> Did, didn't want the princess doing this. <laughs> he, and he see the flack. You see the flack. You see the static. He got the flack. You see, yeah. you see the smoke. He's still living now, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he married. A, he married a, a black beauty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, That one. That one is beyond me, mate. But beyond me. Wait, what do you think about Robert Downey Jr.'s character in Chocolate Thunder? Absolutely fucking funny. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to deny that shit. When I seen that shit, that Tropic Thunder, yeah. I hit the floor. With the fact with Ben Stiller's piece, whatever, and that simple jack, that shit caught static, but that shit was funny as hell to me because they kept using the R word and we can't use the R word no more. No, you can't. You can't. And then you got... Robert Downey and stuff. First of all, when I looked at Robert Downey, I didn't even think it was fucking Robert Downey. I had to look twice again. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. playing one character who's playing a um, black character. Yeah. You know the whole thing is satire across the board, though. Across the board. Across the board. You take it for a satire and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so and, 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 and you can laugh at that. But we know those those people are actors and they're doing a satire thing. You don't know playing Jane coming down the street in her foxy Cleopatra outfit with the darker skin tone. But, okay, when you see... Okay, but, okay, what would be your first inkling of her coming down in the 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 with the mm. with the black skin tone mm. if she looks like foxy cleopatra brown right mm. and she's coming down because remember 
from afar, you probably can't even tell she's a white woman. If she's on point with it. Mm. Right? Okay. From far, you probably can't. You probably won't even tell she's a white woman until she come up close and you're like, oh, snap. Rachel Dozal. <laughs> I'm going to fuck around calling Rachel Dozal. <laughs> but you might be like, oh, you know what I mean? You might be like, oh, snap. You know what I mean? Whereas you see somebody 30, 40 feet away with right. full black face paint, big white or red lips, you know that person is playing a racist, that person character that person is being flat out racist i'ma keep a nice cop costume in the trunk of my car with a nice blonde wig and i'ma walk up to him and give him a little treatment of how the black's been treated well here's the whole thing with the whole uh, the whole blackface thing is that we're looking at you know what i mean a time where in film and television where the actors were only white men so you didn't Fact. have you didn't have any women. Fact. Right? And you didn't have any people of color. So all the you know, all all the the white men played either the roles of women, women or they played the roles of men of color. Right. And, you know, I think it was really I wanna say Al Jolson who has said, Man, I'm gonna take this this idea of blackface mm-hmm. and make a satire out of it. So that's what he did. He took the idea of blackface and made a sat- satire for white America to laugh at. Right. You understand? And certain parts of white America still hold it as a satire. Megan Kelly they can't see the racist the, the the racism in it. They they just it's beyond them. Yeah. It's beyond their intelligence. They're well, just yeah, ignorant like well, that. Well yeah, when you're when you're you're ignorant or you're not educated and stuff, whatever, that's where that's where the whole the issues can lie, whatever, right? And believe me, people, a lot of rich, wealthy, well to do people are not educated. <laughs> Nah, I I always say they're street smart and they're book smart. Yeah. They're street smart and book smart and stuff, whatever. You can be book smart and stuff all you want. Harvard grads, by all means, whatever. Could you survive in the streets? If you're doing some blackface shit, I guarantee your ass won't be surviving. Man, you I got some spots for you to go and show off your costume. You're going to be chopped sweet ass up so quick. You're pretty you damn much. Well, hit your ass. Well, that, that is it. My thing, I'm not for it. I mean, hey, to the masses, it's your choice. But let me see that picture of that chick you were talking about. Let me, um... Julianne Hoff? Yeah, yeah. I got you. Fall back, breathe easy. Google's my best friend. It's not only for porno and cheat codes. Let me make my judgment on this pic. There you go. Because I haven't seen it. Oh, there it is. Oh, look at her. She looked like a little cute black girl in a red jumpsuit. Shut your line ass up. <laughs> <laughs> <Yo>, whatever. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. So, all right. Let me look at that picture again. I'm going to break it down for you. She, now, did the, now, she put in work. She put now, in work. see to me. Okay. 
You know where I would have went off? Cause if she would have went like black, black. So okay, so see, cause right there, I don't consider that racist. Cause she's trying to get in. She's trying to get into character. She's right. Trying to, she's trying to win the costume party. She's trying to win the costume party. But see, if she went shoe polished black on that ass, then you know she's being straight up racist. But they not going shoe polished black. They going Mac makeup, Sephora special. Tone like this. Mm. That's what it is. They're looking like that's the new black. That's the new black. That's the new black. Cause they're looking at stuff as that they're not gonna fuck with this color any other time and stuff out of their palette. They're only gonna buy it for this thing, and then done it. I think they should buy uh Fenty because Rihanna looked like she knows what she's doing. To get the real the real black tones. Oh yeah, but yeah. This, so yeah, no, so this, if this y'all before, if y'all buy the Fenty, then y'all be, y'all be good. Y'all be matching us perfectly. Don't match me. <laughs> <laughs> you can match that one across the way, right <laughs> up there. Don't match me. Listen, I don't want to see you. Out of sight, listen, out of mind. You can match me, but you might not want to match me for too long. Mm-mm. Nah, this skin, this the, the privileges don't work with this skin. <laughs> What to say? Yeah, it's like, hmm. It's a hustle. You don't work, you don't, you don't grind, you don't shine with this skin tone over here. But, you know, Halloween's over now. Halloween, all that's over. We in November now. We in Movember. Movember. Yes. Prostate Cancer Awareness Month, you know? Get aware, get aware. It affects all men. All men. By the way, Marv, I had my, uh, my check last week. And you know. That's what's up. Salute, man. You know. Hand clap. They screen for it through your blood. Oh, so oh, so no more Freddy got fingered. There was no evasiveness. There was no evasiveness. When I was in the when I was having a procedure, I smiled and I said, "Marvin, you sucker!" <laughs> no doctor feel good over here. No doctor. No. So apparently. <laughs> They can screen for it in your blood, mm-hmm. so so that's that's what it was, and I was I was mentally preparing myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, listen, sink or swim, it's gonna happen. Sink or swim, it's gonna happen. This is for your health, Andrew. You can do this. This is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I I was prepared. You know what I mean? I was prepared. Right. Went in. Yeah. So listen, yo, doc. This this what this what it is. What it is. What it is. It's all right. Um, we'll do some blood work. This, that, and the third. I said, okay, dude. That, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm thinking in my head, all right. We'll do the blood work. Get that stuff out the way, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, when I come back, then we'll set up the prostate exam, whatever, what, you know what I mean? Whatever, and get, got to get my stuff all good and ready and stuff like that. So when I got back and he was reading off the results and he's like, yeah, and the screening for the prostate was good. I was like, oh, shit. Y'all he- screened for the prostate? You sure you ain't getting no damn sleep gas and like, get your ass? <laughs> <laughs> he like, ain't got me. He didn't get me. <laughs> be like, I feel kind of loose today. I don't know why. So it's all good. Your boy, your boy's good. Monday coming up. By the, well, by the time this this part hits you, I'd have done my physical. on mm. good for the year. Come around, come around to next year. We'll do the checks all over again. That's what's up. Man, man. get yourself on a schedule and I'm glad that we're talking about it because we're in the month man. of November. Men's health is very important. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I'm always, you know. When do you start growing the, the, the fur, Marv? What, what part of Mo- 
November. First day, man. First day. First day, cause right. you know, like I go in, I go into for the thanks. I mean, for the Halloween, whatever, right? You know, cause one year I was wheezy for Halloween and I had to fully clean off everything. I'm a man that always rocks a goatee and a mustache and everything, but right. wheezy, he don't got shit. So I had to clean all that off, throw the little face tattoos and everything and stuff, whatever. So I kind of just start off fresh. From with clean palette and stuff from the first all the way to the end and stuff, whatever, right? So Got it. by the time the end of the month roll around, I'll be a woolly mammoth. All right, all right. I'll be furred up and everything and stuff, whatever. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, if you can go back and check my Sophie King Marvelous Instagram, you can see I have videos about about November and everything as well, right? From years back. So okay. This yeah. is nothing new. You know, it's in the family, so I gotta make sure and stuff, whatever, that my family and anybody around me who know me reach one, teach one. You need to know you get to get checked, man. Yeah, but, that, that, that's what's up, man. Yeah, but they man. got some new shit. They got some new shit I've seen. So they got some shit called No Nut November. No Nut November? Let me explain. So they have rules to this shit. In the No Nut November month. For prostate cancer. I don't know what the fuck this got to do with prostate cancer, but they don't want you to jerk it. No sex. They said... One wet wet dream is allowed. Two multiple wet dreams and stuff for and you're out for a challenge. Could you do that? I'm like, but the dudes could. How do you control your wet dreams? I don't know. You dream about damn donuts and tacos. Uh, I mean, I mean, no, but even tacos. But, but, and donuts I mean, have holes. <laughs> donuts have in holes. Your, in, tacos in your, in your tacos. second, in your second wet dream, do you like you probably eat like pasta? Hey, listen, listen. Um, this is the month of November. I already had one wet dream for the month, so I've reached my quarter. Um, can you not attack me this this dream? Shit. Leave me alone. You got talent like that. Whatever. You cracked the damn Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Fuck that. Listen, man. We you you asking me if I would participate? What's what? Let me see what today's date is. Today's date is the third. We're in the third of November. The third. All right. So I'm already three days out the competition. <laughs> Done. Done. I don't know why. I don't know why. I know, bro. I'm not about that life. No that, space, that, shape, or form. That one don't make sense. Any form of sense. To you're me. not. You're not doing your prostate any kind of favor and stuff like that. Well, that's what I'm way. saying. Right? I don't know where they got in their head and stuff for them that that was the thing, but it's internet and they bullshit. Remember the Tide Pod Challenge. They want your ass to eat a Tide Pod. So when they come with some shit like this, whatever, I'm like, mm, then that's a scary place, man. So let me ask you this. What's up? What does your girlfriend, significant other, wifey do during the time of No Nut November? She got to grow her, her pubic hair, her pussy hair and stuff. It's going to be woolly mammoth status back to the 70s. So it's going to be muff member for them. So She's going to be the Jane of Tarzan. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, her okay. jungle going to be bush gardens up there. Um, And I guess that'll be the time frame where she might use her vibrator and stuff, whatever. If she has a vibrator or the man allows her to use the vibrator. Or she might be filling out the casual boo contract and stuff on the app coming soon. <laughs> because other than that, I don't know what else the fuck she's supposed to be doing for 30 days. You got you, a frustrated woman. Could you imagine you're that brother on November 
What's November early? And thirtieth? Yeah. November thirtieth. Eleven fifty nine PM. Wait for the midnight stroke. You in your bed. You got the laptop up. You on Pornhub. The hub. You got Bala Jerky Jurgens beside you. And you counting down. Like the New Year's ball like about Like the to New drop. Year's ball about to drop. Five, four, three, two. Uh, uh. You get the movie. Ah, <laughs> it's going to be over in like two minutes, man. Two minutes, man. There's going to be wallpaper paste all over that damn place. <laughs> cannon, cannon. You might have to just, you might have to. I don't know. You might have to like saran wrap the 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 the, the apartment or something. <laughs> Treat the bedroom like it's a Dexter episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that might be your safest bet. I don't know, man. That's 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 kind of that's kind of wild, man. I I don't think I can do all of that, man. I'm I'm gonna stick to you know what I mean the 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 moment the November got me on it's I'm on my my two season schedule you know what I mean so I'm good with this two the, seasons yeah yeah you know what I mean because come summertime you know what I mean around spring summer you know what I mean the facial hair is too hot okay yeah yeah so I so I like that. I, I I clean shave it you know what I mean I leave the little the little must I st- I still got the mustache so I still technically I think that rocks throughout the entire year mm-hmm. so. I get rid of all the facial here, you know what I mean? I want to be cool for the summer. Mm-hmm. But come fall around this time, did I mean right right around this time, I I grow back. I get into my I get into my my salt and pepper groove. Right. You know what I mean? For the winter. You know what I mean? And for Keep the, the face month. Warm. And for the month of November. You know what I mean? We we're, we're out here we're, we're representing men's health and we support the cause. It's, yeah, uh, man. I'm out here, you know, I'm growing my beard. Because I always, like I said, throughout the years, I've always have a mustache or a goatee and everything and stuff, whatever. So, that'd be nothing new and stuff, whatever. I think it was to probably to the clean-faced guys for them to get motivated to do, do the mustache thing. But because, like I said, it affected the family, yeah. I just go the extra mile and stuff for them. And I just do the full beard thing. And I let everybody know for the cause and everything and stuff, whatever. I was on the, actually the website and stuff, whatever, the year before last, whatever, right? And yeah. Don't... And people, different people sponsor you and everything and stuff and everything. And I got a good amount of dollars and stuff that time. I think I got like $1,300 and stuff in donations. Yeah. See, I, 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 that's one part of it I've never really done. The whole get get sponsored by, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I kind of just represent with them. Yeah, you can rep, no, you represent your own thing. Represent it with the money. As long as you know you're representing with your own thing. Yeah. And you get the check. That's the main concern. Because you can only speak for yourself. Yeah. Well, you know what? What we'll do is um, four weeks in a month, month of November. We just we'll, we'll keep preaching the good gospel for this entire month, Why making not? sure you know. What I mean, we'll we'll drop a little tidbit in here, here there for you know for us men to stay healthy. And you're not getting finger no more, allegedly. Hey, listen, man. If you're worried about it, I got a doctor who is non-evasive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put that ass to sleep. He about to go deep. <laughs> Yo, but all right. So you know, to some real shit. Um, 
this past Monday, there's another school shooting again, and this is a little bit different from the from the regular ones that we always hear. But as a new parent, stuff like this gives me anxiety, cause I want to say pertain to like when my son's ready to go to school and partake and all this type of stuff, and it can happen anywhere. It can happen anywhere. This case it was in North Carolina. And in February, it was one in Florida. These things happen everywhere. My question to you and stuff is that, who do you think is to blame for these school shootings? Man, I think that there's a whole lot of, uh, there's a whole lot of blame to go around. Where do you start to lay the blame? Yeah, where do you start? Is, is, is the real question, man. I mean... These kids, they don't make these guns. Fact. You know what I mean? We know that. We 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 know that they don't make these guns and they're getting them illegally. Whether it's, you know, it's being stolen from the parents, whether it's using fake ID to go buy these guns, they're getting these guns yep. illegally. If they're getting them off the streets from from gun runners, it's just, you know what I mean? It's get they're getting it illegally. How is it so easy to get a gun illegally? You know what I mean? That that's the troubling thing. A kid can get a gun just as easily as they can get a dime bag of weed. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Matter of fact, you might be able to get that same gun from the same person you got the dime bag of weed from. Yeah, the, the Walmart of the hood. So, so this is the problem. It, the, 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 the access of it. There's, there's too easy of an access to these things that cause so much harm and death. Right? Right. On top of that, we have the situation where educating these kids is is, you know what I mean, it's it's not where it should be. And when I say educating, I mean in the terms of respecting themselves. And respecting others. And just respecting life. Period. Yeah. I'm just thinking of... At that age... What do you really know? What can you really draw on... As any real experience... To make wise decisions from? Fact. But these kids and stuff would ever feel like... They got to make the problem disappear. And the simplest solution to make a problem disappear is either running away or ending the life. And to be theirs or whosoever. But that doesn't make no problems vanish. Well, if anything, it, it causes more problems. Pretty and much. This is, and this is what I'm saying with the, with the whole mentality. Not 
not being mature enough to understand that concept. Not being mature enough to understand that what you're necessarily mad or upset with this person today to the point where you want to take that person's life may not be the same way you may feel a year from now. Maybe mm-hmm. not even two months from now. Or even after graduation or some shit. Yeah, like, at that eight, at that stage, your mind flux, fluctuates. And, you know what I mean? And so many, you don't have a solid head at that point. You know, you understand what I'm saying? So, yeah. you're coming in and you're doing something that you're possibly going to regret for the rest of your life. You got to live with that. But they're not the thinking long-term and stuff. Whatever. You know for a fact and stuff. Whatever. These young kids, part they're not the, thinking you know, Part long-term. of the problem. This is, you know what I mean? And, and you're saying, like, who's to blame? This is, you know what I mean? They got to take, take some of the blame themselves of, of, not really, of, of not really looking towards consequences. Mm. Not thinking that, hey, you got to live tomorrow. What you do today is going to affect how you live tomorrow. There's there's no there's there's no we have no forward thinking children no more. True. My question is stuff whatever to follow that. Remember, under the age of 18, you're supposed to be under parental guardian or parents and supervision and all that type of stuff whatever. Yes. So if the child can't make the proper decision, then it's the parent, but the parents aren't the ones doing the shooting. It's still the child. So are we partially blaming the parents since we can't blame the child because they're under the age of 18? No, well, we can't blame the parents because half the time the parents don't even know. Exactly. Right? And and this is... And, and it goes back to a situation where... You, you know, the, the you have the parent who has the guns in his cabinet that he never keeps locked. Right. Simply because... He can't see his children doing some shit like that. Doing some shit like that. Okay. You understand? Yeah, I get that. And whereas we know, it's it's possible for any teenager at this point, the pressures, society, whatever society, that's a lot of stuff goes going on in these kids nowadays' head. You understand? So they they can easily go a wrong route. Turn the wrong road, you know. What I mean, turn down the wrong road and end up in a situation where they have no business being in. But they're still gonna blame the parent. Society's still gonna blame the parent. No, society's gonna society's gonna tell you, well, if if you raised your kids right, they, they wouldn't be like that. Yeah, yeah you know, that's that, true. That's what society's gonna tell you. But try to raise a kid in this day and age. You understand? Well, we talked about that in yeah, a few we, podcasts back. We, yeah, we you can't be an old that. school parent no more. You can't be an old school parent no more. And a lot of things that you think may work, I mean, society is... is I, a lot of society's blame is coming from an older generation who, you know... Mm, let's see it. Who, who, who things, what they are complaining about may have worked... It may have worked for them in, in that time, but it, it no longer works. And... You know these these kids going out there. Like I said, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of places where you can you can really lay lay blame. But for me, 
you know, one is they're getting guns way too easy, way, way, way too easy. And then, and then two, like the, the accountability of these, these kids have got to be a little bit better, especially with this last one. I'm glad that it wasn't any, like, it wasn't like a mass shooting type right, of deal. Like the mess, it wasn't anybody going like the in. past ones, you're right. Shooting senselessly. This was between two people, right? But even between two people, <clears throat> the act was senseless. Absolutely. The, fa- you, you the know father, the father of um Bobby McKeithen, um, rest his soul, said my son lost his life for no reason. For no, for no reason. You understand? Right. And, I think uh, Jetwan Cuffey, I think his name, who, yeah. who was the shooter. He's gonna, he's gonna get to the point where he's gonna live with this remorse. Mm-hmm. He might not see it now, and it's not happening now. But believe me, I mean, we we, we talked about it. Growth that, and development. We talked we about it last. Already. You know what I mean? The yeah. growth and development. When he grows and he develops and understands. What he did has essentially just messed his life up. You know what I mean? It's at that point you can't take that act back. You can't. Right. You understand? So there's gotta be a more there's gotta be a more forward thinking with our youth. They gotta understand life is much more than just today. What you mm-hmm. do today. I mean, yeah. I guess yeah, the blame can go everywhere. Don Lemon blaming people. <laughs> No, Don Lemon let you know straight up it's white America, white 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 men in America specifically. Look, yeah, but you can't say that on CNN though. Look, man, Don it's... Lemon can get away with anything. Why? Cause he black and gay. Cause he black and gay. Oh. Hmm. Dude, you can't hate on that on CNN. I was told three types of people that can say anything they want. And it'd be minimum repercussions. Children, little kids. Yeah. Fat black women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And gay men. Not well, lesbian women, gay men. But listen, gay men will call each other faggots and they'll be mad cool. I, uh, they can say anything. Point and taken. They'll be, they'll be mad, they'll be mad cool, but. I mean, I mean, but, but uh, besides that, apart from that, I mean, Don Lemon has made a statement where you'd be hard pressed to argue with. It's funny because on Facebook, someone had, you know, posted the whole Don Lemon thing and, mm-hmm. you know, there was a whole back and forth as you know, there usually is. So then I was saying to myself, I actually chimed in and I said, let's name three. I right, sorry. No, I, I, I didn't say let's name three. I'm, I'm getting a little bit ahead. I said, besides the DC sniper and the black and the rogue, the black rogue soldier. Yeah. Name, right. Name another black Mass shooter. Doesn't happen that often. So, I posed that question, right? 
And um, and one dude chimed in. He said, uh, let me see if I can actually find the name of the person who he said. Oh, I thought you were going to air him out. (laughs) No, no, no. The, 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 The name of the... I can't even get to it anywhere right now. But he named he named the third person, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if I find it, I'll find the name and, and tell you. But apart from him naming the, a third person, there was no other names mentioned, right? Right. But what I did get was a whole bunch of, will Bloods and Crips kill each other? Well, Fact. this... <coughs> A lot of stuff that was factual. They would give me a lot of factual information. Right. But nothing pertaining to the question that I asked. No. Which was, name me, other than the DC sniper, and the rogue soldier, another mass shooter that was black. Because if you can't name me one, then we can't argue with Don Lemon's statement. True. That white men in America are a threat. Yeah, but a lot of people, they take things out of context and stuff that fast, right? So, I mean, they'll highlight just that one piece because when I <clears throat> when I heard that, they just highlight that one piece. And I said, when, how did it come up? And then when I seen it and I heard it, and I'm like, oh, but they took it out of context. Hmm. But I mean, a lot of people and stuff, they they just need a few words or a few trigger words to kind of set them off, right? And that's what it took and stuff, especially when it came to like this situation. But then again, as a man of the media and stuff, whatever, he has to watch how he words certain type of things and stuff. Whatever. I get you have this platform and stuff, whatever, but mm, that should be like on a more one-on-one personal conversation. Yeah. Well, like a, a person or two, or even a small intimate group, whatever. But directly on the media platform, woo, yikes. Look, oh, the, the name of that third person was Wayne Afro Williams. Woo. Wayne Afro Williams. Oh, no, Afro man, because he got high. I, I, I've never heard of this dude before, but yeah, and um, so, I mean, I... That's the question I asked. The responses that I was getting, like, "Oh, bet you think OJ and Cosby are innocent? Too funny!" <laughs> like, I'm like, they're not mass killers. I'm like, what does that have to do with the question that I'm asking? I had nothing to do with the with the question I'm asking. And this is this is typical. Yeah, that's usual though. Behavior. Yeah, that's usual. Just though. trying to def- why are you trying to deflect? No, what I'm bringing to you is I'm basically saying, listen, okay, we're arguing over this because we're saying, you know what I mean, it's... it's You're it's wasting not... a lot of oxygen for people that don't deserve it. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but that's what, I, you know what I mean, and my reply was, I, I just replied and said, listen, I'm sorry, I thought everybody knew what mass murder meant, mm-hmm. but thank you for alternative facts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's keep it moving. Yeah, I mean, hey. Pertaining to the mass murders and stuff, whatever, I don't consider OJ a mass murderer. 
But that's what I'm saying. Cole, you, you bring back, oh, I guess OJ, and you think OJ and Cosby was innocent. Dude, no, I don't think any of them is neither here nor yeah, there. Yeah, but people get caught in their feelings stuff real quick. Like I said, it's just trigger real words. Real quick. Trigger real words. Real quick. Trigger words. That's all it takes with it. It's trigger words. Think about a word that might you might not like. Yeah. Whatever, right? Some people and stuff, whatever, like there's certain type of words that set people off and make them feel a type of way and stuff, whatever. But why is that, though? What is, but think about what is your trigger word, though? I'm dying to think about that. That's what I'm saying. Think about that. My trigger word and stuff, what I realize and stuff, whatever. Mm. I don't like the word rancid. Like, spoiled. That word, I give me spoiled, yeah. stale. Yeah. Rancid, it feels nastier. It feels like there's like <laughs> 10 million germs and molds covering well, on something. Well, and that's what I'm saying. That's to, what be, to be honest with you, you only save that term for something that's really. <laughs> right, but then the, but then think about it. There's some, there's some people and stuff like, oh, I heard somebody try to use it in a sentence pertaining to a person. Yeah. And it kind of threw me off. I think I was probably eating some shit too. I almost choked. I'm there eating and they're like, oh my gosh. Her behavior is so rancid. <laughs> what? I'm like, what? Rancid? Like, is she, she got stale behavior? Like, Listen, well, I, I don't know what the fuck that if means. If I'm calling for rancid in the conversation, it's rancid. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> no way to describe it. And that's what I'm saying. No, that's, that's a word for me. Stuff that was just put me on high alert. Yeah. It was just that my defenses and stuff goes off. And that's what I'm saying. Certain type of things, stuff, whatever. Like, trigger words people see or hear. And they just go off the record. Think about it. You probably know tons of black people and stuff, whatever. And they hear the word nigga. And they're on fire. Yeah. But these are the same people and stuff, whatever, that probably hear the, the, like a, song, a rap song or something like that. Hear the word fly like it's nothing. But if it comes from someone else's stuff that's non-black, the match has been struck. So that's what I'm saying. So like the certain things and stuff that people, they... It tends to just trigger them off. So a lot of times when they're triggered off and stuff, whatever, they tell you even, and they tell you in the driving book, do not drive under stressful situations or in anger situations. But if these trigger words get you in a stressful anger mode, whatever, your judgment is now clouded. (laughs) (laughs) You don't give a damn about rationale. And and you know what? It's it. And usually if I got the time to fuck with you, I'll, I'll, I'll stay oh, well, online. That's I'll, different, that's I'll, I'll different stay story. I'll stay online. I mean, that's a different story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah I mean, sometimes you got some time to kill. Yeah, sometimes I just ain't got no time to kill. You got some time to kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got some time to kill. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. Why not terrorize a few people? It's all good, man. It's all good. Don Lemon, you out there. At least you ain't, at least you're not afraid to say what you feel like Absolutely saying. not. Absolutely you understand? not. I need you to comment on Me- Megan Kelly. That's what I need you to do. That's it. Yeah. I mean, okay, so I, I know a person that is not afraid to say some shit. We got a new superhead in town. Mm. The old superhead, for those who don't know, her name is Kareen Steffens. And she, Kareen. And she did, she wrote a book, 2005, Confessions of a Video Vixen. And she aired out all the celebrity men that she slept with in the past. Yeah, there was a big controversy. A big with, controversy when that book came out, right? And then we have a new one now. Her name is Brittany Renner. She's on Instagram, known as Bundles of Brittany, and she did her tell-all book, 
about all the new school celebrity men she slept with. Isn't this isn't this isn't this funny that that like the the telling of the times? Here we have back in the day a video vixen. Mm-hmm. That was that that was the thing to be if you wanted to get up in the mix with artists and entertainers. Right. In the two thousands, we have IG IG chicks. IG chicks. With good fo- good amount of followers and a few bikini shots. We'll get you there. And it's actually way easier to be a popping IG chick than it was to be a supermodel vixen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Remember, they got to get the criteria. They got to get to the criteria level. Then they got to say, they got to be chosen by the person's video. Yeah. Like, yay or nay, yay or nay. These ones, no. One bikini shot, one lingerie shot. Yeah. Push up the cleavage, proper bra. Yeah. Angles. Mm-hmm. Likes. Gotta, gotta hit it. them angles. That's it. Likes. The end. Now, my thing is stuff is that, like, she had this book. Superhead had this book back then. She has this book now and stuff, whatever. Like, my question to you is, though, why should we buy these thought books? Like, to me, they're monetizing their mileage. Why should we give a fuck? We shouldn't buy it. We shouldn't give a fuck. But there's always gonna be that segment of the population that wants to know who that's just down for that stuff just wants to know who why what and where think about it we still got Jerry and Maury yeah but I watch Maury for the baby mama drama shit and see if she gonna still run back there and stuff run backstage but the people on Jerry and Maury, that's the typical people that I would say that would, would buy, buy that, that book. book. Can they read that book? <laughs> that's the <laughs> next question. So they're going to get the audio version. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're going to get the audio book yeah, while they're at the gym working on their Pilates. I don't know, man. I'm not a fan. I'm definitely not a fan. And I feel like... So who she got tea on, man? Yeah, listen, we got, we got, who she got tea on? <laughs> she got some tea on um Drake. Mmm, Drake, okay. Colin Kaepernick. Cap! Before, before the whole... You, you. Before the whole take was a she, knee. Was she taking the kneecap? Did she take the kneecap? More than likely. She took two knees, Cap? More than likely. <laughs> you, I see her eating yeah. a banana the other day yeah. and stuff on the gram. Yeah. I don't think she has a problem taking the knee. Okay. For Cap, you know? Yeah. In any case. Um, Trey Songs. Yeah, but yeah, 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 Trey Songz, that's that's not a Trey Songz. He's like a manhole, so that's no you can't. Yep. Really, you can't really, you can't really claim claim Trey Songz as any tro any trophy because yeah. he knocking down left, right, and center. Yeah, but she, I guess she might be going into detail on what everybody and stuff does. Lil Uzi Vert, like I said, she, she got some bodies. She got some bodies on her and everything like whatever. Prettiest people do the ugliest things. Don't forget that expression. Mm. So my thing and stuff is that. Why? 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 Because if Superhead did it before, if Kareem Stephens did it before, that's past. 
Brittany Renner is present, whatever. Who knows what the future might hold, whatever. But that's what I'm saying. Kareem Stephens and stuff that made that money from that book. Britney expect to make that, that, you know, set projected dollars from this book and stuff, whatever. When do we put a stop to this shit and stuff, whatever, by saying this shit has to stop and then hopefully there's no more Britney renders and stuff in the future? Listen, we can, we, we can wish for it as much as we want, but it is what it is, man. People are curious. People, people who should know anything want to know. We know if Donald Trump puts out a book tomorrow, people are gonna buy the Donald Trump book. Yeah, but see, I, see, I feel like a guy's tell-all. Yeah. Okay, it won't hold the same flame compared to a woman's tell-all, whatever, right? Because I want to say guys and stuff for their like off rip. You're on the street, we're on the street and stuff for their. We go somewhere and stuff. We see somebody that used to knock down in the past. You'd be like, I'm like, damn, she look good. And you're like, I used to fuck that. Your tell-all is nice, short, probably like signed, sealed, delivered on a poster note, whatever, right? Right. But I'm not going to ask you to go into the details and stuff, whatever. Me, my thing and stuff is that, yes, if you have some celebrity bodies and stuff, whatever, on your dick, I'm going to hand clap you and say, well done. Other than that, it ain't doing nothing for me. Yeah, but you you know what it's doing stuff for? Some of the other bitches out there that want to get some of that celebrity dick. And want to know what it's all about. Well, they just have to look like a Britney Renner then. They, they, but some of them can look like a Britney Renner. Some of them, some of them have to vicariously live their lives through a Britney, Britney Renner. Renner. Mm. This is where the book comes in. The book is like, like a, this is like a, like a handbook. This I is the manual. It. No, I get it. This okay. is the manual. I see, you know I see it. That's what we're here for. We're here to yeah, see yeah, a different POV, different this, point of view. This is, this is what it's about. You understand? So then you I have, see it. You have this, the segment that is. Just straight up into that, you know what I mean, the the ranch bullshit. But then you have the, the people who are vicariously living through these people who they see. Right. And that's it. You know what I mean? So you know, the, the girl who want to be the next IG model and don't know how to how to get herself to trade songs that just hang outside of his hotel room, but want to know how to get herself to trade songs, might pick up this book. To see what Britney did to get herself a trace on. You, you know, know what I'm saying? I don't know now, but I know way back in the day and stuff like that, they used to have a website for like these groupies and stuff for them to find yes, to man. find these celebrities and stuff for them to be like, oh, ball alert, NFL players are at this club in this city, X, Y, and Z and stuff, whatever, right? They had the ball so alert. So those ones, you, you're right. Those ones would be more likely the types that had to read the book because if that old Britney Renner said, like your balls tickled and stuff, whatever, well, you know, when you're getting this done to you and everything like that, whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean? They ain't gonna pull off the talents too. This is this is what it is. See what I mean? This is she's mm-hmm. almost writing a help. She's writing a like a a, a help. How, how to be a great groupie book? Yeah, a help oh. guide. You know what I mean? This is this is what it is. It's essentially a help. She's spilling the tea, but it's a help guide for the rest of the groupies out there and IG models that are trying to get on. Mm. <laughs> So. Makes sense. See, see. Do you think, Brittany? That's legit. I apologize, Brittany, for my bad behavior. <laughs> Do you think, Brittany? Go get you. Go, yeah. Go, go. Listen, and if you want to come on the show and talk about your book, you're more than welcome. If you yeah, just want yeah, to come yeah. on the show, you're more than welcome. Yeah, yeah. You're more than welcome. I'm gonna have you know the boy Kells. They have a documentary on him, a Lifetime, coming up, man. In January. From Lifetime TV. You notice this trend of not waiting till people die to just knock out the documentaries. Yo, why not? 
Why not, man? No, but I'm just saying. You know, you notice the trend. Like, like, like when I was growing up, y'all damn near had to be dead, dead a decade well, you're, before you're, they you're did gone. something for you. You're damn near gone. Yeah, yeah, you're damn near gone. Because at the end of the documentary, you said he now rests in such so, and such, such as, yeah. graveyard. Yeah. Or he now such and such in this nursing home. Kids have grown up. Kids yeah, have yeah. owned this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? Now it's like, yo, Come on, man. Damn yeah, now you're getting people starring in their own damn documentary. Yo, man, the, the line, man, I told you, man. Dark Knight villain. Die, be a hero, live long enough to see yourself become a villain, man. And that's it. And this is the part of the whole villainry. Like, like I've seen an R. Kelly sex tape way back when. Right? Yeah. I feel like he did it. To the young girl. To the other chicks. There was two other chicks and stuff on that tape and everything like that, yeah. whatever. But like this, across the board. All one kind of looked of, of age. There was one that looked, uh, you know what I mean? The one that was getting the, the bakas. She looked uh, like she was of age. Yeah. The, the one who got the peed on, she was definitely Yeah, she age. was young. No, she was dancing the Backstreet Boys with her. I remember that shit. That shit was fucked up. Yeah. She was dancing the Backstreet Boys and stuff with her. But yeah, the one you were talking about and stuff with her, he was eating her ass. But all three of the chicks, including young chick, it was consensual. It looks consensual across the board because even when they brought the young chick to come testify against him and stuff, whatever, yeah. she said it was consensual. That's but the it, reason why he never got snatched. But it goes back to it goes back to what I was you know, what I was previously saying when you we brought up the fact of the Girls on development for Kells. Not the not only that, but when you brought up the uh the school shooting. Okay. At that age you don't know better. Mm-hmm. You understand? So what may have been consensual in her mind at mm-hmm. that age, when she's probably now looking back at it, I think she probably want to take that back. Maybe, yeah. You understand? She, I I think looking back at that now, seeing where, just just, the, just an outside view looking in and seeing herself at that young age. Getting peed on. Getting peed on, saying to herself, "Shit, I could, I, I agreed to that," and then one realizing, "Yeah, I did," because I was so caught up in this dream R. Kelly world. I was stupid, young, and naive. Well, that's what some of the women, like from the sex cult and stuff, was saying too, right? Well, here we they go. They were saying they were caught up in like the whole glitz and glamour. They're saying R. Kelly is that kind of, I guess, suave, fun personality and stuff to be with. That's according to the preview of this documentary. Right, and then they're like, "But Robert is the monster." Hmm. And then when they go in, Sparkles on there. Sparkles, she's bawling and saying she wish she never introduced her niece to R. Kelly and all that type of stuff. Whatever. I'm saying this. Come January, hell high water. I don't give a fuck where I am. I'm gonna watch this shit. Usually, I'm definitely gonna watch it and stuff. Whatever, because my thing and stuff is that. They might try to paint him as more of a monster and stuff like that, but you can't do that. You know the man is a monster. If you knew a person and stuff was acquitted for murder and everything, and they went to go do some a next kind of murder charge or some shit like that, whatever, or even something similar to it, whatever, then you knew for a fact the first one is legit. Yeah, yeah. Right? So he stayed basically along the lines. Granted, the silver lining, he did keep the same menace, though. <laughs> He still kept the same energy, whether you like it or not. That boy, I tell you. He still was on that page and all that bullshit and stuff whatever pertained to like young women and locked up. Because R. Kelly's what, 50 now, man? 
Yeah. He, he up there. Yeah. And he's still doing his ones and twos. So, yeah, hey. Hey, I just wanted to see. You, are you are you going to watch this thing? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll probably will glimpse it. I don't know. Yes. No I got my, my mixed feelings about R. Kelly. But you know what? Even though this is... Uh, I why think you the reason feelings? I think the reason why I'll I'll watch it is because it's not actually it's not his story itself. It's more coming from the uh, the victim's point of view. Yeah, you're not gonna get his story. From yeah, him. you know what I'm saying. His lawyer his lawyer game is rock solid. Yeah, I, he, I, went, I, he went on, he went on what the Huffington Post what last year or the year before, and he's supposed to talk about a new album. Yeah, and they're like, oh, so you know, how'd you get off on that urine case? He took the microphone and walked straight the fuck up out of there. So. His game is rocking. You're not going to hear nothing from RK. Maybe on Deathbed? Maybe. Maybe? Well, he did that 19-minute song. Yeah, but that's just for the people. That's just for the people. You don't have to confess to nobody. That's just for the people. Listen, man. Listen, when the people ready to shit on you, man, the people are ready to shit on yeah, you. Yeah, because his money is slowing up, you man. Keep, you know what I mean? You, you drop that 19-second song trying to make it. Look, bro. Kanye just dropped a pair of shoes that nobody buying. Yeah. Because you need people for these sales. So, when, listen. That's when how the, it works. When you make the people turn against you, bro. I'm. Just, that's what they're going to do. They're going to run and hide. They're going to be like, you know. That's nope, it. Nope. I mean, anybody going to go to the shows or anything like that and everything. Oh, speaking of which, I'm going to talk about shows real quick. Hmm. Salute to the king of assholes and stuff. And the king of 50, petty. 50, 50 Cent. With the John Rule shit. For those that do not do not know. 50 Cent bought 200 seats from Ja, ja Rule's upcoming show. 200 front row seats to make sure those bitches are empty. Empty. No one's there. Just for him to have his feelings hurt. <clears throat> I think that's fucked up. But Ja Rule's still gonna get his money. And, and, and that's the thing. Because originally, I was like, man, that that's that's fucked up, man. That's that's a real asshole move. Yo, sir. But then I thought about it, and I was like, but Jock got his money though, and absolutely. And I'm not not I'm not quite sure if that many bitches would pay two hundred dollars for those for those seats, those two hundred front row seats. So he might have made up better than he actually would have. Who knows? True. Very. I think. I think so too. Because I want to say, I've been to concerts. I've been to shows and stuff. Whatever. Where like, if you were kind of up some, they want to close the gap and kind of bring you a little bit closer right. to the show. So even if those two hundred seats and stuff are not filled, right, they're still gonna bring the people and stuff sitting behind those two hundred people and say like, you know what. We like to bring you a little bit closer. Bring and up stuff, closer whatever. and stuff like that. But I still think it's a dick move with it because let's say if there was only supposed to be 300 people to the show mm. and you just reduced 200 off that 300 people, you just got 100 people and they're going to look at you like, bro, you're going to need to make this money. You're going to have to perform the shit out of the show for the security guards. No, nah, but he's already the made people. the money though. True. 50 bucks. That's what I'm saying. But he's still, he's still going to perform. Yeah, but he's, because if other hundreds of people didn't that, perform, but whatever, but that's okay, they're, gonna, they're gonna fall suit to fifty. Social media is not a drill out here. No, they will go so, on social media and say, "Yo, this guy." Social media, for us. social media. Well, that's what I'm saying. You, but you're gonna go. Listen, as an artist, 
if only one person shows up at your show, mm-hmm. you got to put on that damn show for that one person. You understand? That one person paid that money for that show. You got to put on that show for that one person. So even if it's just a hundred mm-hmm. people in the audience, you put the show on for that hundred people like there was a hundred thousand people in that audience. So, you, but you might take off your t-shirt and just throw it at the empty you seat. You might throw it at the empty seat in front of you and say, Susan, that could have been you. Donna right beside him, mad as hell. Hell yeah, I see it. You understand? Yeah. But the point of the matter is, everybody got paid. 50 made sure of that. Yeah. All right, yeah, fifty. Like I said, that's and like I and and when you really think about it, that's a very expensive troll. You you think fifty broke? No, we know fifty ain't broke. Exactly, he got money to burn. Yeah, but even with money to burn, that's still an expensive troll. It is, but that's what I'm saying. Some people just don't give two shits. You heard, okay, so you ever heard about, I don't know if you ever heard about this one, but folks at home listening, there was a husband who moved next door to his ex-wife, and his ex-wife, I think, left him for whatever guy and moved to set neighborhood, and what he did and stuff, whatever, is that he bought a middle finger statue and a spotlight on it. And because they live next door to each other and stuff, whatever. Yeah. He shines a spotlight on the middle finger statue at night because he knows the light will peer into their bedroom just to be an asshole. So think about the high, like the the electrical bill. Yeah. Right? The electrical bill they got to pay. He has to pay. Yeah. The statue has to be custom made. Yeah. And everything and stuff, whatever, right? Think about that. That's an expensive troll right there. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. 50's not the only one. These guys, if you, if you got it to burn, fuck it. Go and do your thing and stuff. But I'm just saying, I'm like, you got to highlight these 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 epic moments and stuff, whatever, because I'm looking at stuff, I'm like, I never thought people could be that level of petty. I, I know, small petty. Because I'm around broke nah, people. Bro. Yeah, well, that's that's what it is. We, were, we don't see that level of pettiness because... <laughs> Our cash is petty, so we can't see yeah, that level of petty. Petty, petty cash, yeah, I can't see that shit. You need that guap. You need the, yeah, you need that guap to see that type of petty. That's petty and a half, man. Um, I wanted yeah. wanted to salute another person and stuff, whatever. Um, besides fifty, salute Plies. Some Plies? Yeah, Plies. Plies, how you doing? Plies. You doing he, any more service announcements? He got, he got, he got his little. You know, I'm always a fan of the sweet pussy there. I'm always a fan of that one. Yeah. But he has um his his little notion and stuff, a little notion for a side chick application. Okay. Sorry, excuse me. On I'm called a side chick application. On application stuff is called side bitch application. Mm. On the side bitch application, you have an area for your first. And last name, your age, right? Phone number, okay. Questions like, have you ever applied before to be a side bitch? And then there's a check box for yes and no. 
and then reason for applying to be a side bitch and give a little blank spaces for him. How did you find out about me? <laughs> Friend, checkbox. Social media, checkbox. School, checkbox. Other. This is legit. I'm going. I'm still going with it. Mm, okay. Still going with it. Okay. Have you ever been a side bitch before? Yes, no, checkbox. If marked yes to the above, whose have you been a side bitch to? Year <laughs> two. Because he got to establish certain you gotta, things. You gotta, he's, he's, working, he's working with something. He's working with something. Who do you offer? No, what do you offer as a side bitch? Mm. Okay. Right, that, that's, that's important too. Yeah. That's important too. Any experience as a side bitch? Checkbox, yes. Checkbox, no. They ask about virginity. Are you a virgin? Yes. No. And the last one is, are you a loud mouth? Yes. Mm. No. No. Mm. Do you think the application is meant? Or do you feel like the application might be missing a few things? What would you add or what would you take away? Or would you just leave it as a slate? It's it's history. it's missing, Marv. What is it missing? It's Tell missing. Me. Tell me. It's missing a particle son's behavioral type question. Mm. You understand? Because if 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 you gonna ask a side chick slash bitch a yes or no question, mm-hmm. chances are they're gonna get in this side chick or bitch bag. And give you a sly, slick answer. Yeah. So now you got to really get into that sleuth bag. You got to ask her important questions. Like. Who has more power? <laughs> if you get <laughs> a call 3 a.m. in the morning. And you answer it. And you hear an angry, irate woman on the next line saying, Bitch, who the fuck is you? Mm. How do you How handle, do you handle, handle situation? said situation? <laughs> <laughs> this is important to know. That is, that, yeah, yeah, the, the application is missing that. The application is missing that very missing detail. That. Yeah, because if you pick up one that can think quick on the feet, you in trouble. That's true. That's true. You in trouble. Plies, you missed that one, man. Yeah, yeah, I see it. He definitely missed that one. Plies, you you missed that one, man. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to send you my app and some NDAs. You look like you might be in line for NDA at some point in your life, bro. I felt like what it was missing to me, I think most of it and stuff whatever kind of covered the basics. Yeah, you got the basics. You got the basics. I would come with a question with chores and stuff whatever the same way. I would ask another question and stuff whatever. The other question I would ask would be Is there fees involved? What is your set income? 
for side side chick, side bitch. Because love don't cost a thing, but certain services are not for free. Mm. And see, my thing and stuff is that if you put open, that means you can kick them tight into the nonsense. Because remember, some people put that in job applications. Open. So they're open to whatever because they're looking, they're looking f- just to get the job, just to acquire the job. Right? Mm-hmm. But then if you hear some sky's the limit type of stuff for them, like what, what if you run into a Britney Renner that fills out your application? You know she just published a book. So you know her fees and stuff, whatever. They're not going to be regular degler. She might look for a monthly, bi-weekly, weekly payments. See, I don't know if I could ask, ask that question, though. Oh, so you think that question should just fly off? Yeah. But then when fees come up and stuff, whatever. Well, this is the oh, thing. Oh, 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 this oh, is the oh, thing. Oh, oh. If you ask that question, she might assume that she should be getting paid. <laughs> I don't know. I don't necessarily think she she entitled to be paid. But she might get that inclination if you put it on the application. She would I might be like, I never thought of being paid. Hmm. But since he put it out there. I want X amount of figures. Mm. Well, you probably would have been getting it for free. You could have been getting it for free. So I fucked it up. I might have fucked it up, but my thing and stuff is I don't think that shit's for free. No, it's never it's for not, free. It's not for free. No. It's not for free. That's why you ain't got to put in the application. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Listen, we know it's not for free. Right. But you can determine the amount. From the services, you well, you can de- you can determine your amount, right? Of what you're gonna you what you're gonna spend. Mm. If you put it in her hands, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So based on performance, she might on, come up with an amount that you not be willing to spend. Right, but right? it has to be set performance. I seen this. I seen this thing and stuff, whatever. Where this guy had this idea and it's fucking meant to me. The man said <clears throat> he has a jar. And on the jar, he's like, every time he has sex with his own, you've seen it. You've seen I, it. I've seen it. Every time he has sex with his girlfriend, he puts $10 in the jar. So come her birthday time, he'll buy her whatever gift for how much money that's in the jar. And if, clearly if the jar only has about 20 bucks, he's only going to spend $20 <laughs> worth of the gift. So therefore, she has to earn that gift. She got to so earn it, that it's gift. It's in those lines what you're talking about then. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. My mind is now blown. Bless your heart. Mm. This, I mean, I, I, you know, I got age over you, mom. So I got to, you know, when you get ahead of yourself, I got to kind of wheel yeah, you back. Well, I mean, yeah, same you, thing. You know I, mean? I thought I thought the fishing rod, make sure the hook is the, good enough to catch that back of your shirt collar, and then I just wheel you gotcha. back in. Bless you your heart. In. Thank I you. I love man. you, bro. Thank you. I love, I love you, you more, man. man. I love you more, man. Thank you. Let me see. Oh, but I have another thing and stuff to ask and stuff, whatever. Well, Little fear factor because we don't, you know, we're still in the Halloween zone ish, mm. yeah, whatever. You know, everybody has a little fear, some kinds of fear. Diddy was on Ellen the other day. I don't know what you want to call Diddy. Diddy got like 10 million damn names and stuff, whatever. I think he changed his name to like Brother Love or something like that. Again, I just call him Black Excellence. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. Black that's what's up. You know, what I mean, he been he been hashtagging out a minute for now. Yeah, he representing it, so I'm gonna call him. He's doing it. B.E. He, um, he was on Ellen. She was fucking with him. She's like, are you afraid of clowns? He's like, mm, nah, he's good. He ain't afraid of clowns. He's black. And I want to say it 
on steroids, jumped out of the box right by him. Yeah, yeah. He lost to the point he started dancing. But he, he, he played it off good, he tried, though. He, he tried to slide off a little <laughs> dance step and everything. We see you, Diddy. We see you. All love. All love. I was like, yo, people have some fears and stuff, whatever, right? Some real type fears and everything and stuff, whatever. So do you have any kind of fears? Everybody has a lot, but we'll simple it off, whatever. Give me a serious fear and give me a punk-ass fear. Like something lightweight that most people and stuff, whatever, wouldn't really take as a fear. Hmm. Okay. So give me a serious one first. My serious fear, mm-hmm. and I don't even know why I have this fear, because it's probably something that I'll never attempt in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. But I have a fear of parachute jumping and the parachute don't open up. Damn. <laughs> now, even I, even though I know it's a small, a very, 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 very small percent. Right. That this malfunction will occur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I somehow feel that that very, 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 very small percent ass. will just land on me. <laughs> so even if I decided that I would want to do it, I probably just wouldn't do it. Just for that simple fact that I'm, I'm just, I'm just afraid that I'll be that one person that that shit just don't open up for. So okay, I got a fucked up situation for you. So you on your plane and stuff, whatever. You and your missus and stuff, whatever. Coming back from whatever sweet ass vacation and shit, whatever. Then like, folks, we can't do emergency landing. We might be landing in some water. It's gonna be kind of fucked up and choppy. Yeah. Use your parachutes and stuff, whatever. And we're gonna help. You know, hopefully you make this landing properly and stuff, whatever. Be yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 She puts on her parachute. She rests to go. She, she's like, honey, I'll see you when you get down there. She jumps. Parachute works out fine. You're going to stay on the fucking plane? Well, listen. In, in that situation, <laughs> that's different. <laughs> Look. If I'm on the plane. Right. Right? Right. And not jumping out the plane Means I'm gonna die anyway. Mm-hmm. I might as well take my chances and jump out the plane okay. with the one percent. But you for me to willingly to leave the ground to go up in the sky to a, go sky to diving. say I'm gonna skydive, yeah, that's some different mm, shit. Nah, bro. Mm, nah, nah, bro. Nah. Because my fear is with me that now I'm just now the 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 earth the earthling in me who is earthbound is now testing the fate of God. And God gonna be up here. You must be out your damn mind. You know what I'm saying? Fuck up a parachute. A lot of things God could be doing. Listen, man. If I wanted you to be a bird, I would have gave you wings and you would have been soaring without the plane and you wouldn't need to jump out of nothing, bro. He made you Red Bull, man. God created to help the ideal Red Bull. Okay, so that, give that, me a, that, that was my excuse for the longest, longest time. You know I can't swim, right? My, my excuse for the longest while was Listen. You can't swim? Listen, bro. Go ahead. If God wanted me to swim, he would have made me a fish. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? He made me a land dweller. 
So I'm a dwell on the land. You got me. I'm dwelling on the land. You know, you need to go out to water. There's boats for that. Yo, why there's you... boats. You black folks that can't swim. Listen, man, I be getting my groove on on vacation though. When I'm in, I'm in the pool. You know what I mean? You splishy splashing the three feet. Yeah, yeah. Yo, <laughs> I'm there by the bar. The water ain't deep by the bar. This guy. It's not deep at all. I'm good. <laughs> My bathtub wow. ain't never get up. My bathtub, the water ain't never get up past a certain height. I'm good, bro. I never knew. I I'm, thought you knew how to swim. Listen, man, man I'm, I'm, I'm straight up. I don't know how to swim. I'd be a fish if God might wanted me to swim. Wow. <laughs> I'm getting the kids learning. I, I, I get the kids learned. They know how to swim. Okay, so give me a punk ass one. If that was your serious one and stuff, but give me a punk ass fear. Swimming because I might drown. <laughs> <laughs> that fast. That fast. <laughs> oh, yo, man. Yo, I see that. Whatever. I see that. Let me see. My, my serious fear. My serious fear and stuff, whatever, is, is to be caught in a situation where I might get raped. <laughs> yo. Remember Tom? <laughs> remember Tom from Boondocks? Yeah. For yeah. those of you who don't know, Boondocks is a hell of a show. First three seasons is amazing. Yeah, you got fourth yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, get get yourself caught up on, on, some, on some, some Boondocks. Some boondocks. And yo, that that thing is, I think is it's, it's some different situation or whatever. Like, cause me, I'm not too tall, man. I tell everybody I'm dark and I'm handsome. Just missing the tall part. So if some bigger dude wants to overpower me on some stuff. Done like dinner. He's got you. Yep. Be done like dinner, man. Yo, that one... Uh, that That's just... That's my serious one. I want to say my punk-ass one. They had this other things called... Work with me. Tripophobia. Tripophobia. Tripophobia is the fear of small holes and clusters. Beehives, I'm good with. So if I, if I see a beehive, I'm good with that and stuff with her. But like, you know, there's certain like plants, certain things and stuff like in nature and stuff like, or like, mm-hmm. you see when you see like a, you ever seen somebody with like clusters of bumps and stuff on them, whatever? Yeah. That shit freaked me out. Yeah. I can't fuck with it. Yeah. I don't even want to look them in the eye and stuff with her. I just want to walk away for a bit, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And like those, when, when I found out the name and stuff with her, I was like, I got that shit. I got that shit. Mm-hmm. Rachnophobia? No. I wear size 10 and a half shoe. I'm going to squash every goddamn spider. Well, and here's the thing, because my wife got a spider phobia. Yeah, arachnophobia. But hers extends over to insects. So it's not just just spiders. Okay. Right? And then her fear kind of trickles down to my kids. Oh, so you're the, you're the natural bug killer in your house. Listen, man, I'm the only <laughs> bug killer in this place, man. And I can't understand it. Because I'm like, guys, do you realize how small this shit is? You're about one million times the size of this insect. <laughs> Not only are you one million times of this insect, the insects probably flying around saying, oh, I'm in the land of the giants. Valid. They're probably more terrified 
of you than you are of them. But it still never never fails. Never fails, man. Never fails, man. Look, man, I be I could be deep in sleep. Somebody waking me up to come kill something. <laughs> oh shit. Is that bad? Bad, bro. And yo, they listen, a lot of people have that fear of insects and I mean fear fear is just fear is dear. HP Lovecraft said the oldest and the strongest emotion of mankind is fear. And the oldest and strongest kind of fear is fear of the unknown. So most of the time, so some people like, let's say like pertains to your family and stuff, whatever, because they don't know what that bug may or may not do, be able to do, like black widows. We know black widows and stuff, whatever, they're biking killer person. Right. Right? Right. Some people don't know what the other spiders and stuff, you know, how much damage they can they do can and do. everything like whatever. Yeah. So if they see a daddy long legs and stuff, whatever, they know spiders bite. Right. But they don't know what the damage that daddy long legs could do. So that's why some people, when they see one... They just grab for a shoe and just deal with the case. So it's a lot of times the stuff is the fear of the unknown, like a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Horror movie and stuff, whatever. It's not good the second time around. It, it, here's here's the thing with me, and and we'll get we'll get back to the the insects and stuff like that because mm. I'm one of those all living things need to live type of person. Mm. So I really, I, I'm killing bugs is really not my thing. So you're killing bugs is killing a part of you. Yeah, bro. I'm like, listen, if I can, if I can catch it and set it free, I'm more about catching it and setting it free. Mm-hmm. And, and they know, and they know that, you know what I mean? So when, when they call me to come kill something, it's like, okay, not only, <laughs> Not only are you terrified by this book, but you're taking me out of my good-hearted nature. (laughs) (laughs) And transforming me into an assassin. Transforming me into a killer of some sort. The bug didn't do me nothing. (laughs) Nothing. It's fucking with them. Listen, man. So for the most part, I I try to, you know... Set it free. Yeah, let them let it run wild. You know, do its thing. I mean, like I said, I, I'm a fan of people knowing what their fears are and just trying to get better with them and stuff. For the better ways to deal with them, because I don't like I don't think like turn your back and run is the best way to deal with it. Because what if you're in a situation where you don't have that much room to turn your back and run? Well, I mean, I mean to put the quote. In an uh, in another way, more familiar mm-hmm. is there's nothing to fear but fear itself, right? Facts. Same thing as the fear of the unknown. Because I mean, what it what it's exactly what it is. We we put up this preconceived notion. Mm-hmm. Of what's gonna happen, mm. right? Like I've, I've, like I, I've just told you that my parachute's not gonna open, mm-hmm. even though I know they're gonna give you ninety nine percent of the time your parachute is gonna be probably the best out of all. The of them. parachute is going to open. I have this preconceived notion that I'm gonna get that bad parachute mm-hmm. 
That is the cause of my fear. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, if I overcome that fear and go up there and jump four or five times successfully, I'm going to start thinking, man, yo, nah, man, these these things is good. When I go up there, when I go up there, the next one's going to open up like the last five did. Right? You going up there a lot of times, boy. <laughs> you going up there a lot of times. I ain't even going up there once, but just to make this yeah. make this thing sound sensible. But yeah, it's it's just that it's just overcoming that fear. We were at um um uh June's father's uh funeral a few weeks back. All right. R.I.P. to June's June's pop. Be missed. But um we were outside in the parking lot. I mean, have a little drink, a little smoky smoke. And a bee came round, round one, one, one of the dudes there. So how many grown-ass men were there? Six? It's like, nah, it's, yeah, 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 about that. About Six grown-ass men. One bee. One bee. And the dude that the bee, because you know the bee always finds one person that he want, you want to try and hover around. The dude he tried to hover on got into his Floyd Mayweather mode. And he was dodging and weaving and swiping at them. And I'm and I'm looking at myself, looking at this grown man in a suit, mm-hmm. doing the bee dance because he don't want to be stung by the bee. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, man. And I'm saying to myself. The fear is in the ignorance of the unknown. Of the unknown. Because if you know about bees, you would understand that they don't sting without purpose. Fact. So you just standing there and this bee flying around you, the bee is not lining you up for anything. But he's taking swipes and stabs and stuff. Like but that. you're taking swipes and, and stabs at the bee. Now, now you're, the bee's getting now you're irritating the bee. Because yeah. now you're, the bee's looking at, yo, yo. I just wanted to fly past. What's the dude trying to do? Let me line my stinger. And sting his ass. Dun, 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 dun. There lies me. I'm the exact opposite. They're like, yo, bees, bees be around you. That's money. So I'm, whatever superstition is, I need it all. I'd be like, I'd be dancing when the bees. <laughs> I got bees around me. Money's coming. <laughs> I, I was told that they like the um, the cologne or the sweet smell of the person. Yeah, so but that's like, what it usually. Yeah. That's what it usually is. That's yeah. what it usually is. So that's why I was like, man, just let them float, man. You understand, and we understand, and we know that they don't—they don't sting flowers. So why would you think they're gonna sting you? They only have one sting. They only got one sting. One sting. Once they sting, they're dead. They drop dead. I don't know. Self-absorbed, I guess. I think the bees only gonna end it just for you. Just this, this bees on a suicide mission, just to put a bump on my head. <laughs> okay. Just to put a bump on my head. We on our question now. Our question is 
you had the power, what's one thing that you would change about the world we live in? Hmm. The one thing in the world that I would change Mm -hmm. would be the need for money. The need for money. Mm -hmm. Explain. I chalked down a whole lot of problems to the existence of money. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. If you if you take us if you take stock of things, right? Mm-hmm. If you look into somebody's problem, at some point you can find money involved or mm-hmm. money trail involved. Something to do with money. Mm-hmm. Right? So if we get rid of money, then we'd have to find a way to feed ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. So we're either going to exchange for goods or we're going to go back to the days of planting and agriculture, shit. agriculture going across, mm. right? We didn't have money. We need to clothe ourselves. So, we're either going to trade whatever agriculture we got for clothes. Or trade corn and stuff for clothes and shirts. Or learn how to make clothes for ourselves. Yeah. Right? I feel like that system will come right back around to money again later. But here's the thing. It may come right back around. It may come right back around to money. But it'll be who's controlling the money at that point. The ones that probably can barter the most favors, I guess. Well, this, this, well, this is the part of the problem. The people who control the money now is controlling the rest of the world. Yeah. Right? So if we get rid of the money, who are they controlling? I see that. I see it. Right, because you're on now. You're on a, you're on a a playing field where there's no money. You don't need to have an exchange of money between two people. You can just exchange whatever you feel is of value, which would happen at that point. Mm-hmm. You understand? In that type of world. In in, in that type of world, and and it, it may be. And I don't even know if it's a hard thing. I think we believe it's hard because we've existed with money for such so a long. long time. Yeah. And we've never thought of ways to operate without it that we assume operating without it would be a hard deal. But I, no, it, it wouldn't because you're all you're doing is you're replacing that currency. You're, you're putting a set of values to, to things. And once you have a set of value to a certain things, then that becomes that becomes your exchange for other things that you may need or other things that are, are worth in value. I, I I don't know 
entirely how it would it would work itself out but i feel if i could remove the money out of the equation that would be a good start for people living a a, a better life right because at that point now what determines your what determines your wealth is what you have not what's in your bank account right you know what i mean so you could you could be from a a, a black a black family that has a very good agricultural system or you could be from a shit family that don't got they got nothing but they can sow their ass off but they can sow their ass off mm. right so now here it is where you have a situation where it's one needs the other. The problem with money is the 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 system of money is when you there's no there's no trading of the commodity involved. You remove the trading of the commodity, right? Right. For instance, you need you need a new shirt and pants, right? Right. I need something to eat. So you come to me with your 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 payment of food, which I'm going to now consume and eat. Right. For shirt and pants. The shirt and pants that you're now going to wear. Right, right. Right? Right. <clears throat> Whereas money money can stay stagnant. Like I can sit on money. Right. And not worried that the money is going to go bad. It's going to go stale. I don't got to consume that money right away. I get what you're saying. You understand? I get what you're saying. You can sit on money, whereas you don't have to wear it. It's not going to be worn out as clothes. You don't have to wear it. I never thought about a world without money. So now, so here's here's money now. Money becomes, it's a, it's a stagnant thing. It, tie, it, it ties you to something. It ties... It, t- it can tie you to something. It can tie you to nothing. Yeah. Just because of its its physical nature and right, right, the right. value you you value to you put to it, right? Mm-hmm. Some people die and leave it. If it's cattling clothes, you can't die and leave it. No, you gotta use that shit right. You gotta use that shit up. Right. Right. So it's the aspect of it. I don't know. If I think if we can remove remove it, it'd be a better place to me. I don't know. What would you what would you get rid of? Schooling. The the pay for secondary school. The first the first time around. Okay. First time around they give a freebie. Right. Because I feel like if you know you're gonna go all the way, pertain to whatever thing and stuff, whatever, eventually you're gonna contribute back to society and stuff, mm-hmm. whatever, on yeah. that type of level. Yeah. And set workers and stuff, whatever, I guess in whatever level or field they might be in so let's say if you might be a person and stuff whatever that you're this probably this great barista but you never had the opportunity and stuff whatever to go to school and stuff whatever to show off to do more that you're you're destined to do yeah you now have this opportunity but that's just a one time around the second time around you definitely have to pay for that shit so it'll, it'll teach people i feel like it'll teach people to straighten up right and to stay focused and stuff whatever because this time you know you can't you can't play games. Because remember, in grade school, from kindergarten to yeah to 12th grade, 
That's freebie. Why does it stop there? Hmm. Why does it stop there? The same thing that they do and stuff from that that can extend to post-secondary school and now these people have more of a freedom of a choice. Hopefully it'll free up some of these people <clears throat> from being miserable. In my world. Let me tell you why it stops there. Let me give you the gist of it. See, from kindergarten yeah. to grade 12, okay. you're learning how to be a factory worker. Mm. I see it. You get what I'm saying? There's three types of people I heard. I heard this a long time ago. There's the alpha, betas, and the omegas. Omegas make up about 6 billion of the population on the planet. The betas are the other parts and stuff that were, they were once omegas. Right. But they transitioned themselves and stuff whatever into betas through, I guess, mix and mingling, education, some type of things to kind of separate them from the pack of the other ones and stuff whatever who just fell suit to the rat race. Right. And then the alphas and stuff whatever were just natural... Leaders put in a, in a position just to win automatic without even trying. Right, right. So, from kindergarten to 12th grade, that's just forming up the omegas. That's forming up the omegas. You have to have, you have to have a segment of the population who is going to work in factories. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, well, that's the reason why they don't teach you, like, real shit, like, mortgage and all that type of stuff in a grade school. For sure. So, think about it. If I need a certain amount of people to work in factories, mm. right? I got to train them. Right? Yeah. So I give them, so if, if you, school got the same schedule, same hours as work. Mm. You get the same, you get the same type of breaks, right? Your classroom is in a uniformed line, rows, you've, or you've, your teachers, your, your authority, Right, so you you you're being you're being trained to follow suit to follow suit, right? Mm. Why am I why am I charging you to learn how to be an employee for my company? I'm not charging you for that. You're getting on the job training to work in my factory. Jesus, now. <laughs> If you want to make something of yourself other than being a factory worker for me, oh, then you got to go pay for that education. Mm. If you want to make something of yourself, yeah. it's going it to cost you, not me. Yeah, I ain't fitting the dime to make you go make something of yourself. That's, see it? Yeah, but that's, yeah, I see it. That's the world we live in now but the world I live in would change that whole gateway well yeah there you go that's 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 a good one that's a good one mm-hmm. yeah but I never thought about a world without money cause something's like you always need like I don't know maybe what is, they said the brain has a natural default selection and your brain just tends to go into like a type of situation where you just know yeah this is it and this is what you're running with well think about it a world without money who's paying for education yes, yeah. yeah yeah right you know you're not paying for education yeah, I'm paying for nothing yeah
because the person who's teaching you is not receiving any money to teach you. They're they're gonna. Well, why would it? Why would it continue to teach you though? Well, I mean, it, the, the, what, what? Well, what are the things they're gonna teach you? Is a better question. Because with a world Contrib- without money, yeah, you yeah. still have to learn how yeah, to be yeah. a contri- uh, a contributing you member to society. Yeah, you still gotta contribute. So you have to have you have to have some sort of thing that you're gonna contribute to be a part of this. So it's no more a capitalist society; it's more of a communist society. In a way, only that, or more of a social society. More of a social, because communist, everybody makes the same amount. Right. We're talking. Nobody makes nothing. People are just doing things out of the necessity of doing it mm-hmm. and working together as partners mm-hmm. and getting things done. A utopian society. They should make a movie on that. I think they try to. We said it here first, Particle Sons. Yeah, we Stop always stealing. Saying, we always saying stuff. Right? <laughs> I don't know. We have to have to get a lawyer or something. Fast. You get a lawyer or something. Trace Water, do you guys got any good lawyers? You might, uh, might be able to send the particle sons. Slide us a lawyer or two. Without a Trace Water. I hit up your IG the other day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good for now. I'm good for this week. You good? I'm good for this week. Uh, So I'm going to try and have this edited and all cleaned up to drop for us on Tuesday because... Wednesday kicks off the week and of the Battle of the Beatmakers, right? So it's going to be fun and excitement. Marvel will probably have to get together sometime in the middle of the week to record uh, for next week, Sunday, because next week, Sunday, I'll probably be out of commission doing the things I got to do. Yep. But um, for sure, we get together and, and make sure our voices are heard. So you guys have something for uh, next week to follow up what y'all heard for this week. Absolutely. And it's all good. So, again, we are in the month of November. Men, remember, your, uh, it's important to remember about your health. Get checked. Get yourself checked. Um, you know what I mean? And... and Start treating yourself to a healthy lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I fully agree. Thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember, the difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. Peace. Peace. The Particle Sons. Sonic, 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 Sonic.